Let's freaking go. The season is here. Depending on when you're listening to this, there will be football played at the end of the season or at the end of the season, at the end of the week. I'm super excited about this, Andy, because I am tired of these training camp videos. And even though it is just the preseason, we're starting to see the card market heat up. Now, a little bit later, apparently one of our discords, Andy, fleeced you, fleeced you on a deal. So we're going to see if one of our diehard listeners actually did that. I have no idea what the details of that. And we're going to get everyone to give your thoughts in the comment section who actually got the better end of the deal. Also, a little bit later, I have found the most aesthetically pleasing card in the modern era. Andy, I think you agree with me, right? Don't you? Oh, I do, man. It's it's gorgeous. You and I don't agree on a lot when it comes to modern cards, but we will agree on this. I guarantee it. You don't want to miss it. But Andy, right off the jump here, the national came and went. Neither one of us went. A lot of our patrons, though, did. Your thoughts on football cards before and after the national? Because it seems like it was a pretty hot commodity this year in Atlantic City. Yeah, the 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 market saw appreciation. Specifically, talking about eBay, there was a buy it now increase, a daily buy it now volume increase throughout last week, and I think that was directly due to training camp. You know, we've been starved for football action for several months now. We're starting to get a glimpse of what rookies are looking like. Like I can't tell you how many times I've watched these Traylon Burks. Uh, highlights from training camp. So that's just a, a prime example. Huh? But we're, we're getting the first look at a lot of, you know, every team in the NFL, what they're starting to look like. Uh, and it's just, it's tantalizing, man. It's tant- and, and, and as a result, I've seen an increase in buy it now transactions. I've seen some people reaching uh, for some certain players that are getting hype. We saw a massive increase in Julio Jones last week. We're seeing an increase in Deshaun Watson this week from the suspension. Uh, news being announced yesterday morning. So it is very, very hot. It's heating up every week right now. Yeah, and just based on the million of vlogs and me crying because you and I didn't go this year, um, it did seem like football cards were really hot. Like people really wanted a piece of every single quarterback in this 2021 class. And that, you know, the typical Burrow, Herbert Allen's were moving and there was a big complaint that everything was just overpriced. I totally get that. Um, But, you know, it goes to show that football cards are an actual thing. And I understand Andy, for a lot of people, people viewed, you know, these last couple of months of the hobby as you know, a downturn because of the recession and all of that. But it seems as if the overall football card market, especially for quarterbacks, is pretty strong right now. Yeah, it is very, it is pretty strong. We haven't seen, like, even looking at the base prism charts, for example, the 2020 quarterbacks. If I were to look at a uh, prism PSA 10 chart right here on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we have not seen uh, a really a dip. And this is going all the way back to April 11th before the draft when we were in a, a really nice hype cycle for uh, a lot of guys heading into the draft. And you can see here comparing all like, uh, of, you know, I, I added Jordan Love into this just for kicks and giggles. But, you know, I, you can see even comparing the top four 2020 relevant guys. These are cards that have been submitted thousands of times to PSA. You can see here the pop counts. 
there for Herbert, for example, has a 4,003 uh, PSA 10 pop count on his base prism. Uh, Burrow has a 4,566 pop count, whereas uh, Hertz has a 1,400 pop count and Tua has a 2,400 pop count. And, and uh, you know, Tua and Hertz are neck and neck there. Their PSA 10s are going for about 112. Uh, the Hertz is going for about 100. The Burrow is going for about 270. And the Herbert's going for about 354. Herbert is clearly uh, getting more hype right now than Burrow uh, heading into camp. I think that has something to do with the appendicitis uh, yeah. and that kind of news that he's just not out there playing, not getting the highlights, whereas Herbert is. And, but you can see there's not been a there's not been a tremendous dip or a fall off even on uh, some of these base cards when you have the nice condition. We're also talking quarterbacks here, which drive the market. There's not been a a big fall off. You know where you probably have seen a fall off is like base cards of skill position players, and and you got to think about it. there's 54 different sets manufactured for any player that was drafted in the first three rounds of the last couple of years, Carter. So there's a ton of variety. There's thousands of different cards. And when you talk about skill position players, there's a smaller percentage of the hobby that actually collect and invest these guys. So now all of a sudden you have to kind of, you kind of have to narrow your focus and look for stuff that has more scarcity, the serial numbered color match, the autograph stuff, stuff that has a little bit more scarcity to it than just a base card. Whereas, you know, base cards for quarterbacks can still be relevant, uh, especially like we were talking about prism, optic, select those kind of sets because they they have so many people that are are gravitating towards them. Keep in mind that you may not. I know I can't, but there's a lot of people out there listening that can't afford these sealed, flawless cards, the fancy cards that you see on the vlogs and all of that. Guess what? You could still be a profitable card flipper investor all those different things without getting those super high-end cards right there's a lot of room still on skill position guys even though there is more risk and reward with quarterbacks so that's always going to be the case it seems but a little bit later for my play of the week i do have some very interesting thoughts on that now for me andy obviously you know big news prism has remained hot but optic and select around the corner, baby. Let's go. Yeah, Optic, very fresh. It's actually just starting to leak out in certain regions and retail Ooh. stores. I think that's one tip is to look at who has sold uh, blaster boxes of Optic on eBay. Look at where they're located at, like where it's uh, being shipped from. Um, that'll give you an idea of how it's getting pumped out. The main Panini Distribution Center factory is in Texas. So I think it kind of branches out from there. So it may take a little bit longer to to reach you if you're in, you know, maybe the uh, Oregon or, you know, up in Massachusetts or something like that. So um, that's something interesting to look at. But right now, those blaster boxes of optic, the limited ones that are out there are selling for like $75, $80, whereas the prism blaster boxes are now selling for 50. I think that's just the initial hype around the brand new product is so limited you know, it's still kind of working its way out. I have not seen a ton of optic. I'll tell you one insert I absolutely love, Carter, is that Rookie Kings, the Rookie Kings of, of um, like the player sitting on a throne, like a Game of Thrones throne type of type of thing. Those cards are awesome. Wait, wh- where did um, where did Justin Herbert go to college again? Oregon. Or is what? it Oregon? Oregon. I'm I'm infatuated by this. Why do you say Oregon? 
I've never I don't heard know, that man. Before. You know, I, I grew up as a kid playing the Oregon Trail. <laughs> That's just I, how I say it. I feel like I just got dysentery listening to you say Oregon. Well, I guess Oregon. there's no E at the very end, so it is Oregon. Oregon? I I that is that is insane to me. That is insane. That is the most beautiful thing that's ever happened on the show. I I can't be the only person that's listening to this. That 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 I was like, wait, or where where is that? I love it, man. That's one of your many Andyisms. Oregon. Uh, there, you, there you go. I love it. <laughs> huh? 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 Uh, but but anyway. Uh, just, uh, what I, I'm going to start calling him Justine Herbert, just to just to give a, uh, a an Oregon type of pronunciation. Everyone's going to be like, "Wait, who, who's Justine? Where 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 is she?" Huh? 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 Uh, but no, I, I I love that. Do you do you, are are there other word pronunciations that that you do differently? Uh, quite possibly, you know. Um, <laughs> Sometimes I have a, a pretty thick uh, Southern country accent. I try to make sure to articulate my words clearly when we're here on the podcast, but you never know when it comes out. Like when I go up to my dad's farm and he's got a farm and uh, a piece of land up in North Florida where it's very remote and rural and uh, his his brother, my uncle and everything is up there and uh, some other friends and family, they all have very thick country accents. So I'm around them for a few days. I come back and I start saying a lot of y'alls and, Ain't, yeah, you know, drinking it. sweet tea every day. <laughs> and wherever that farm is, it had better internet connectivity than in Atlantic City this past weekend. So uh that was like the number one thing everybody was complaining about. No Wi-Fi, no Wi-Fi. But uh but yeah, I, I, I love that, Andy. Um for me, I, I'm really excited about Select. I've always been a big Select fan. Um th- there are like diehard hobbyists, Andy, that believe once select did hit retail it kind of knocked some of the luster off that set uh, how do you feel about that i'm interested oh it's 100 accurate i feel that the previous years of select maintained a really nice value it was also considered pretty scarce it had a very high quality if you look at 2013 select which is the first year that the modern day panini select was manufactured those cards have a very high gem rate. They're very nice out of the pack, out of the box. They don't have a lot of centering surface, corner, or edge issues. Um, I can tell you I've submitted a few of the Hot Rookies inserts from 2013 Select. Every single one of them have come back 10s. So they have a high gem rate in it. And so, like, historically, Select has had been a very nice hobby-only product, nice quality. But when they added an extra tier and put it into retail – that totally tarnished the brand, in my opinion. I think a lot of hobbyists were, um, you know, I hate to use a, a word as extreme as boycott, but it almost seemed like a lot of like hardcore hobbyists um, were really unhappy about that. And, you know, and, and as a result, I think that select brand did get tarnished quite a bit when they went, when they took it mainstream retail and added a ton of inserts, parallels, and an additional uh print run tier in there with the the club level and first year select was 2013 correct correct yeah they they printed it you know select was around in the late 90s um you can go and look at select was around in the eight late 90s but it was under a different manufacturer at the time 
I can't remember exactly which, you know, which one of the major guys manufactured at the time, if it was like Leaf or, or, or Donruss or um, Tops, uh, but Select was around in, in the, um, the late 90s. And, and then it went away for quite a while. And then Panini brought it back in 2013. Mm. I agree. I, I, I'm fine with not everything hitting retail shelves. And I'm, I'm, I'm a retail-only guy. I, I check the local Walmarts as much as I can. I, I, I do agree with that, though. Like 2013, of course, that's a year that I collect a lot of players in because Tyron Matthews my main PC. Um, but it, it is interesting, right? That once the product became readily available for everyone, it, it, it did change uh, people's opinions of it. Now this where it gets really fascinating. Okay. Andy is like, for me, that, that sounds elitist. It really does, but it's not because in fact, it's probably the opposite because, if you're smart, you're only buying singles anyway. Like, even though I think, once again, coming up, 2021 Sealed Prism is a play, the reason why it's a play is for you to not open it, right? And for me, I, I, I found um, a box of, of Chronicles recently, and actually I found two of them, and I opened two of them. And But when I purchased them, it, it was – $60 total for, for both of them or 65, something like that after tax or whatever. Once again, very happy to find it. It's always smart, you know, more often than not to buy at least some retail wax when you see it, but I opened a box and there were, there was nothing in it. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's a singles game. Now it, it just is right now. If you're opening a hobby box and you do pull the, one of one, obviously you hit the lottery. Okay. You hit a, you know, one of one Mac Jones, it's a hundred thousand dollar card. Right. But for me, Andy, it's hard for me to justify just buying a ton of wax and just opening it, especially if it's a retail product, because that means that box is on hundreds of thousands of retail shelves, hundreds of thousands of, card stores and just stores in general and there's hundreds of thousands of them on uh on ebay right because everybody can go and and grab it so while that does sound and some people will take that as like elitist hey you know select it's good it's on the retail shelves now that everyone could walk up and go get it it actually devalued the, the the product it really did so i i fully agree with you there um for me andy as far as like uh, before we get into plays of the week and all of that and this trade show down here, is there anything else that is really like taken over your, your, your mind over this past week as we move closer to the season? Well, I mean, the big, the big thing to me was the fact that there is literally, I would say about 15,000 football card auctions ending on Mondays um just it's like three or four times higher than any other day of the week and historically i think we've we've thought that sundays and uh, the weekend would be a best time to end auctions but there's uh some big auctioneers and then i went and like literally i exhausted ebay's page results It, it made me refine my search 
And uh, I still was on Monday auctions, like literally, it's just, I mean, tons and tons of, I, I mean, I stopped counting at like 12,000. So I'm guessing there was probably, you know, 15,000 plus football card auction. A lot of it was ultra modern stuff ending on Monday night compared to any other night of the week. Unreal. That's unreal to me. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what to make of it yet. Uh, I have pulled the community uh, in a video yesterday and getting some interesting comments back that people do prefer to buy on Monday. Um, there's also some people that prefer to list on Monday as well. And I, I can tell you that our our, uh, our viewership on the channel, right, is typically higher on Monday and Tuesday than any other day of the week. So it's it's interesting to see if that shifts once the football season kicks off. But right now, um, I mean, it's Monday is the day to really kind of find your your deals because there's so many auctions going. There's a lot of stuff just getting, you know, getting going under the radar and, and not uh, being discovered by people and go, going undervalued, man. So if you want to take part in our poll, if you want to be a part of the community chat, mm -hmm. patreon.com slash football cards uh, is where you can find us. You can chat with me personally. You can chat with Andy personally. I've happily chatted with plenty of our viewers one-on-one, -on -one and it, it's been fantastic. Now, we get to, before we get into plays of the week, we get to the trade here, Andy. I want to see what they – I have no idea, and I'm going to give you my honest reaction. So one of our viewers, Ross – decided to agree to a trade so first thing was this a straight up trade yeah straight up trade cards all for right, cards all right let's see it all right so here is this is what i sent him let's see open image and let's see if i can blow it up a little bit all right so here's here's what i sent him a uh ryan fitzpatrick uh 2005 bowman chrome autograph a uh, 2020 uh, short print, the short print var photo variation, KJ Hamler, rookie ticket auto, an optic Dak Prescott base, and an optic AJ Brown rated rookie base. Those are uh, all rookie cards. And uh, th those two optics, the AJ Brown, the Dak, were both base. That's what I sent him. And uh, this is what I got in, in return. Now, Keep in mind, I have stopped investing in this guy right here since last year, but I could not resist this card because of the big Go Buccaneers on it. This is a Keyshawn Vaughn uh, Leaf Trinity autograph card. Okay. With, with the Go Buccaneers uh, hand inscribed. Um, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm a big Rashad White guy, so I'm kind of off on Keyshawn lately, but you okay. know what? I thought that was really cool. Now, this one was, uh, this is a short print. Uh, pink prism or optic rated rookie Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. Uh, rookie ticket auto Allen Robinson. Okay. You've made money on a Rob before. Yes, sir. Yeah. I plan to do it again this year, especially with the Rams. Uh, uh, base prism Debo Samuel, which I probably get this listed right away since I just got the mega contract extension okay. with the, with the Niners. So that that's a nice little, um, and look, I'm okay with base prism from 2019. This is very liquid because uh, he is a very demanded player. And 2019 is before they really started their, their mass, you know, really, re really when they ramped up their, their production efforts. Um, and then a 2020 black prism silver, Jerry Judy. Okay. Has really uh, good centering uh, on that as well. And then 
Um, I got him to throw in some base cards of Travis Etienne. Uh, one base mosaic NFL debut and a couple base absolutes and a couple base scores. Nothing too special there. I just uh, I, I requested that he throw those in for me. And uh, yeah, so so that was the deal. Honestly, um, I'd love to hear your opinion on it. I, I think he probably won that deal, but or that trade. But let's okay. Let's so in in the comment section, type R for Ross, type A for Andy. Once again, type R for Ross, type A for Andy. Uh, yeah, he got you. Uh, <laughs> he, I mean, goodness gracious. So uh, first thing I'll say is Ross is a very sharp guy. All right, so let's break it down again. You're looking at this if you're watching on YouTube. Ryan Fitzpatrick, not a rookie ticket auto, but a Bowman Crone rookie card auto. KJ Hamler, rookie ticket auto. Dak, base optic, and A.J. Brown. And yours was... Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, inscripted Leaf Auto, okay. Jer- uh, Mitchell Trubisky, pink rated rookie, okay. Could could see a spike if he plays well. Jerry Judy, silver, okay. Black silver, all right. Allen, okay, forgot about the A-Rob. Okay, that makes you feel a little bit better. And Debo Samuel, no, it's it's more even. You you got you you got more pieces out of this deal. Uh. Nobody won. Nobody just flat out won this deal. I don't know what back. Uh, the one I'm interested in is what Dax optics are going for now. Uh, They're undervalued, and and that was the thing. We we kind of we comped it out while we were on the uh, the Zoom call, and um, you know, I Dax they they definitely have room to grow because you can look at his current optic from 2016. It's like a thirty dollar card. It's not bad at all. Um, so yeah, raw, uh, this was actually the card as well that I, I cracked out of the CSG slab that gave me so many fits ah. in the video. Um, so you can see the deck, if we go to sold items here on his 2016 optic, yeah, it's actually, in fact, you can find some deals where it's going 1999. Uh, I, I feel that that's incredibly, yeah. Okay. So it's actually $20 card right now. Right. And Mahomes optic, I know different year, but Mahomes optic for 2017 is probably a $100 card, right? Probably 150. Oh, oh man, uh, Mahomes optic now, Mahomes base rated rookie has finally come down to about a hundred dollars, but Mahomes oh, really? optic is still several hundred dollar, uh, hundred dollar card. If I were to if I were to actually look at uh let's see if we can find a, a raw one. That's a hollow for 670. There you go. There's a raw one that just sold yesterday for 225. So Dak will never be Mahomes good, but man, no. that was a that's a that's a good deal for, for Ross for for Mahomes. Yeah, Ross got Ross. You mean for Dak? Yeah, for Dak, you know, uh, the Fitzpatrick had some uh, sentimental value to me, but with him being retired and everything, I've actually held that card now for a year as well. And uh, so I was like, man, this is going to a good home. So it was like, you know, it was, I'm not going to lie, would that be my first uh, like big trade since I was a kid? It was a little painful, like getting, letting those cards go. Because I, I, you know, it's just like when you pull a card out, even though if you haven't looked at it in a while, you're like, oh man, but I love this card, you know? 
and uh, just brings back a lot of memories for me. And a uh, big fan of Ryan Fitzpatrick over the years. So, and he's fearless. So, you know, that like letting go of those kind of cards are a little difficult, but also at the same time, like it was, it's interesting because I do have some speculative cards that I picked up and some cards that I feel very good about, like the Allen Robinson rookie ticket auto and the oh, Debo. Yeah. And, and this was a really, uh, just a cool PC item that's, you know, it's going to be really rare as well. So, you know, nothing, uh, nothing too crazy, but there's always, I think, some, you just don't want to let them go. It's almost like a hoarding type of, of mentality. I felt that I was like, I don't want to let these go. But at the same time, it was, um, you know, copacetic. Now it's time for Hobby Tip of the Week. And for me, Andy, it's don't overthink things, right? Like if you think too much on it, the hobby will stress you out, right? Like, for instance, let's just say an hour after this podcast is over, you're stressing because you feel like Ross fleeced you on a deal or whatever. He didn't. It's not that that gap between the two of you isn't just ridiculous in that deal. I do like Ross's end a little bit better, but you, you don't stress over too much in this hobby. You're going to lose some. You're going to win some. Just be consistent. Don't let anything get you down. Obviously, it's a little bit more macro compared to a more like in, instead of like a minor thing, but it's just an overall mindset. You don't want to wear yourself out. Yeah, great, great hobby tip. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't wear yourself out because at the end of the day, I mean, it's good, man. Uh, even even if he won a little bit, you know, he got some nice upside on the cards he got. You know, it's it's a good thing to to leave people like we talked about. Leave the the buyer, the person on the other end, with the feeling they have growth in the cards, and you're kind of paying it forward. And when everybody kind of does that, it just it, I think it makes the hobby a better place. And, and long term, the hobby is going to benefit more from it. It's going to be around longer. It's going to be more happy people in the hobby, right? Right. So so. My hobby tip is um, is kind of a twofold. I want to give you guys a player that I would sell right now because – and you talked about comparing Dak's prices to Patrick Mahomes in 2017. But if you were to actually compare Dak's prices to Derrick Henry's prices from the same draft class, your, your mind would be kind of blown because Dak is a quarterback on the largest market team in the NFL – a team that, you know, won their division last year and could easily, I wouldn't say easily because the Eagles are a much better squad this year. So, but it's potential. It's in their range of outcomes. They could win it this year as well. They have a good enough roster to absolutely make the playoffs. There are going to be a lot of shootout games playing the Bucks week one, Sunday night. Dak's going to throw the ball a lot. We, Dak could throw the ball over 5,000 yards. Derrick Henry suffered the first uh, major injury of his career last year with the foot and he's over that 1500 carry threshold where we've historically seen running back performances fall off and his cars are just as expensive as Dak Prescott's. Um, and I pulled up several charts. This chart we're looking at right here is the uh, base Donruss PSA 10, because I want to get the one that has the most amount of transactions, even though Dak's got a population of 1400 on this card and Derek Henry's got a population of just over 500. The Derek Henry, card is going for just as much as the Dak Prescott virtually. And I've seen this with Prism as well. 
I mean, if you have a base prism Derrick Henry card, you can get about $100 for it raw right now, Carter. And I just think I, I would sell that. I would sell that heading into the season. Yeah, and once again, it gets into the 2016-2017 thing about those being silvers, the, 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 the base being silvers. So that's probably part of why that's as much as it is. But, man, that's – that is pretty insane. You know, the quarterback running back dynamic there. And yes, the pop counts are are way different. But for me, I man, as far as like King Henry is concerned, man, it just seems like it's a little to use a fantasy term, it's just a little bit of a dead zone in in the hobby with, with him, right? Is he ever really going to win anything with Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback? Probably not. How many more good years does he have left? I don't know. He's a freak, right? There's been hundreds of times where people have said, this is going to be the Derrick Henry fall-off year. It's kind of like the same thing with Tim Duncan towards the end of his career. When is it actually going to stop? And Derrick Henry had a heavy carry work share at Alabama towards the end of his career. He had a heavy carry workload in high school. Um, and – now, even in the NFL, he's had that, and he just continues to produce. But you saw it last year, you know, being banged up and all of that. Totally agree with you, man. Move it while you still can. That's kind of a play, though. I like that, though. Mixing a play and, and a hobby tip of the week in there. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're going to sell it, my second part of that is we talked about earlier how there's just a tremendous amount of auctions ending on Monday. Don't end your auction on Monday because it could get lost in this sea of auctions ending Monday. I really think that the best time to end them now is Thursday night. We have a Hall of Fame game coming up this week, Thursday night. Uh, the Jags at the Raiders. People are going to be watching that. We're desperate, especially as diehards are desperate for some football on TV. And uh, But Every Thursday night from here on out, there's going to be some type of football activity. It's going to be preseason till the beginning of September. Then you got the the Bills, the Rams, the first Thursday night game. There's going to be Thursday night football every week after that. So as of right now, I think the best time to end auctions is on Thursday night. So end your auction, your Derrick Henry auction on Thursday night. Now it's time for play of the week. Really excited about this. Um so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tease my play of the week in the outtakes coming up because uh, it's actually a wax product. So we will talk about that in just a second. But I will give you, to me, play of the week. Andy, I'm ready for you to pull it up. The most aesthetically pleasing card I've ever seen. And I know I am super biased, but there it is. Mm. It's gorgeous, man. Zebra print field level select jamar chase rookie card this also looks like it's got the, a wave texture design to it this is going to be a case hit so you're going to pull one of these on average out of every 12 hobby boxes of select i don't care that it's not numbered i don't care that there's no and it might be numbered i don't know it could be different this year um that's the coolest card i've ever seen it really is like if you if you take out like a lot of stuff that makes cards cools, which is like a really nasty patch or a really nice auto, if you just take all of that out, just a card mm -hmm. that's just printed, the fact that they chose the Bengals white uniforms to go along with the zebra uh, stripes, the way that the pants and the waves of the card and the waves on the actual specific design of the card 
makes this card look three-dimensional. It is really, really nice. Um, and that's the beauty of it. You see Joe and Jamar right there. Gotta love it. Man, that is Jamar just has the coolest cards. He just has that star receiver aesthetic, the single digit number, the swag, all of it, man. And the fact that he's a freak of nature. Man, my play of the week for myself is find a way to get that card. Huh? 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 Um, they're gonna be expensive. I doubt wherever you do get it, I doubt you will get it for less than a thousand. It really is that cool of a card. Um, so yeah, my play of the week will be in the outtake. So Andy, your hobby play of the week is. So, so my hobby play of the week is looking at guys that are ascending in training camp that you can still get their, their rookie product at dirt cheap. Like we've seen, um, an appreciation quite a bit in the values of, Julio Jones, that was because of the signing. But guys like Paris Campbell, Paris Campbell emerging as a clear number two for the Colts. We've seen a big like demand spike uh, for his rookie cards heading into this week over the course of the end of last week and now this week. A guy I want to look at in the um, the Hall of Fame game this Thursday night is Zay Jones. Uh, we have reports this morning. Doug Peterson says Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne are not going to play in the Hall of Fame game. But I, uh, Zay Jones is going to be part of the first team offense. He's going to be out there. They did pay him a pretty big contract, Carter. This guy has a very solid athletic profile. We're talking about an early second round draft pick from 2017. He's 6'2, 201, runs a 4'4, 5. So, with that size and speed, he can absolutely play as an ex receiver. And it looks like right now in training camp that he's going to be their 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 wide receiver one on the outside, their X-style receiver. They're going to put Christian Kirk in the slot, Travis Etienne in the backfield, and Marvin Jones on the uh, on the other side in three wide receiver sets. That's what it would look like. And I think Zay Jones is still young enough. He's still explosive enough, and he's paid uh, a handsome amount of money from the Jags to play this role. And Trevor Lawrence – Taken if he does take that next step this year with the Jags, they're playing the Commanders in Week One. That's a juicy matchup for Trevor to go out and ball out and just look uh, do a total 180 transformation, which is absolutely possible heading into the second year. Zay Jones could come out Week One, you know, with uh, 110 yards, two touchdowns, and and people are getting really excited with a win, you know. So and and I'm looking at his rookie ticket autos right now, like ten dollars. That's the range of of super deep, you know, nobodies. And I think this guy is it's just being uh, really undervalued in the market. Like I tagged you in that tweet with the Adam Koffler fantasy guy who's also in the cards. I was sitting watching a Zay Jones rookie ticket auto go for ninety nine cents just a few months ago, and I said, "Nah, not gonna deal with it." And now I'm regretting it really, really, really bad because it's kind of the LaVishka Chenault thing. I made a lot of money on the LaVishka Chenault cards, searching dollar boxes when I could and just picking picking his rookies up for for a dollar. Um, uh, his rookie ticket, that rookie ticket auto right there. And it was actually a silver rookie ticket auto, 99 cents. And I was like, this is just too obvious, but I just didn't do it because I was lazy. Man. I wish I would have jumped on that, but you, there's still room right now. And what's what's really interesting about Zay Jones is I don't know if you've seen this, Andy. He has this viral thing that he does 
where he pops up off the ground. Have you ever seen this? No, he does one of those uh, those karate um, like jump ups where he like pops off of the ground. No. Uh, so uh, ironically, Jamar has a very iconic. So Jamar Chase's biggest game was the national championship game versus Clemson. There was one play where he did fall down and just in the middle of the field, but nobody around him. He just jumped right back up like how you're saying it. But when Zay Jones falls on his, like when he's getting up, getting himself off the ground, he can do it without his hands. He just lifts himself. It, it looks, it looks, it looks CGI. It is very, very, very um, strange um, that he is that freak of an athlete. Um it's very weird, but yeah, I like that Zay Jones play. I know that was like a little weird ramble or whatever. Yeah, um, you can you can see his cards being purchased, uh, but they're currently being purchased at super low, like seven fifty ten dollars for autograph cards. It's not going to take much for these to go up to ten to twenty. If you get in at if you get in at ten, it's not going to take much for them to go to twenty thirty forty in uh in a short fashion that's what we've seen with paris campbell over the course of the past four or five days there you go i like that zay jones play of the week i love it absolutely love it uh so yeah that's 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 a decent one no no qbs though this week no, you know, and, and I'm looking for like a short, immediate flip opportunity because it was at this point last year, Carter, where we were starting to see Marquez Callaway um, shine in training camp with Jameis. And then Jameis went out and threw three touchdowns to Marquez Callaway in a preseason game. And his rookie ticket autos went to close to $100. And so I absolutely see that happening with certain guys around the league. And he's one guy that I'm tracking right now that I'm looking at as a potential fire to to start in Jacksonville um, and that week one matchup I like I mean I still think Carson Wentz is going to make plenty of mistakes that Jacksonville defense is going to put a lot of pressure on them with Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker and um, it's Carson Wentz is I think going to make some mistakes and this is going to lead to you know I think Jacksonville is going to have a great game man I think they won week one last year as well or was that two years ago I don't remember but still I love it and Andy Another fun episode in the book. So uh, did you have any other plays? Anything else? That, or was it just they? I do, but I'm going to save it because uh, Steve and I are actually shifting our live stream to uh, to Tuesday nights now, moving oh. forward. And so we'll be live tonight, and it's going to be like a, a live eBay auction sniper video where we pick our favorite uh, buy low investment target from each division. And and uh, and then dig into their eBay auctions. So I'm gonna save the the rest of the plays. You guys will have to tune into that. There you go. Check it out. Subscribe to the Fantasy Football Card Quest. But once again, let's make this podcast the absolute best. Five star reviews, all that good stuff. It's very interesting, Andy. Um, you know, I was, I was talking about Ross a minute ago, and just a few other our patrons. I I did make a decent basketball purchase. Not too long ago and a, a, a big reason why is because of you know football cards is kind of the thing now so if football cards becomes a thing you start looking for you know other things lately i haven't felt like there have been a whole lot of football deals that i felt comfortable with so still i'm not a basketball card guy i bought a zion card i'm a pelicans fan so it, it is interesting though 
how you know when one thing zigs, you zag or whatever. Um, I will I will say this before we we leave, and I'm going to say this in every episode, and I meant to say this for hobby tip of the week. Get off your butt, list your cards now. I'm kind of saying that to myself, right? List them. This is your biggest hype window right now, okay? Outside of the Super Bowl where there's only going to be two teams or going into the draft, which, of course, was just months ago, get off your butt, list your cards now, buy it now format. If you don't get what you want and you just absolutely want to liquidate the card, so you can get what you can get on a buy it now format. If you just want to make sure you can sell it, take down the buy it now and just do a 99 cent auction in the week leading up to the year. You still have time to do this. Um, and Andy, I know this is something you recommend as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always a buy it now or auction guy, but if you absolutely wanted to liquidate your cards, you got a wedding coming up, you got a vacation you want to pay for 99 cent, that thing and the market will decide and you will get paid, but just do that. And, I promise you, you're going to thank yourself later for just actually doing it. Because once again, there's a lot of people watching this, Andy, that are going to say, well, you know, the season doesn't actually start until a few weeks from now. So I can wait a week or I could wait two weeks to actually list my cards. Do it right now. I'm looking at you, okay, wherever you might be watching or listening to this. Imagine if you are listening to this and I'm standing right beside you right now. Do it. Do it right now. So that's all I got to say, Andy. Yep. Don't wait, man. The market is very sensitive, guys. I'm watching it every day. It's very sensitive, very reactive to the big plays in, in training camp. And uh, you never know when somebody is going to go on and got to have something right then. And if your car's not listed, they can't buy it. So, so get it up there, man. It's a painful process to list cards, but to get that sale does feel good. And you get that sale and you're like, all right, <laughs> you know. I'm already getting some some decent traction on some some cards I've listed. And uh, and I'm glad I listed them when when I did. So I'll put it at that. Andy, it's another fun episode. And until next week, peace. Peace. What's up, man? I see you watching training camp videos. I see you. Oh, you caught me. Yeah, I was. I was just watching Tyler Johnson get up after it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, a floater from Brady, dude. This guy jumped like five feet in the air. So he's not dead yet. Tyler Johnson's not a bust just quite yet. Mm. But You're talk about a stacked is. wide receiver depth chart. Dude, I'm so freaking excited. But you sent me a really concerning text last night. What? Uh, about- You're going to sell your Honey Badger collection? N- not all of it. Not all of it. Okay. But it- it's funny. Like, I went last night – and I was thinking about this, right? So Bill Russell died, right? I know you saw that. Yeah, I did see and, that. Yeah. And, you know, it, I think because he won so much that everybody understands, like, he's one of the 10 best NBA players of all time, right? But, you know, you, you don't, like – as far as like Bill Russell as a player, he was more known for defense than offense. Mm-hmm. Now his cards 
are, you know, definitely up there. But it's still crazy to me that, like, in the NBA, guys like Ben Wallace, guys like Dennis Rodman, these guys are, like, two of the best defensive rebounders. And that was Bill Russell, right? He was not – I mean, he was a scorer, but he was the best defender rebound combination ever, arguably. And, you know, Ben Wallace and Dennis uh, and Dennis Rodman were the modern era uh, yeah. of that. Now, their cards aren't cheap. I know this is NBA, but still, they're known for their defense, right? They were the two – best defensive stoppers. Ron Artest was another one of those guys. And I, I've just come to the realization that, look, my, my Tyron Matthew collection has nothing to do with how much it's worth because I'm just a fan of them, right? But in American sports, all we care about in just sports in general is people that score offense. That's all we care about. Number one can play in soccer and hockey is what? Number one player? Is that what you no, said? No, complaint. Oh, number one complaint. Oh, is that some games end like 0-0? Zero, zero? Not enough scoring. Yeah. It doesn't well mean scoring. that those that doesn't mean that those games are good. I'm wearing my soccer hat right now, LFC. Some of the best games are nil-nil, right? It could be an attacking game, exciting game, but people like to score. People drug like down in the mud and they'll call that a, a snooze fest or something, you know, like a snoozer, because it's not a shootout. You know, right. People like scoring. Um, and it's can funny. Can you blame them? Can you blame them who don't like to score? I can blame them, right? Because sports are more nuanced than that, right? You, uh, there's so, especially in football, there's so many great defensive players. And uh, let's let's pull up. I was looking at this yesterday. I want you to give it your best guess what Ed Reed's rookie ticket autos are going for. Ed Reed, man. I Well, the, probably pretty cheap. I know he's like one of the best. He's a Hall of Famer, the Ravens. He's one of the best ever. So, But they're probably pretty cheap. Pull it up. All, All right. right. He All is. Right. I, I won't just say he's one of the best. He is the consensus best modern era safety. I know there's going to be the Troy Palomalu, Brian Dawkins. There's a lot of people you can argue, but he's the best. Like there's one player, Bill Belichick fawns over and it's not even Tom Brady. It's Ed Reed. I mean, get Bill Belichick talking about Ed Reed and Bill Belichick's uh, a defensive guy. So he's always going to have a bias towards defensive players, but Ed Reed didn't even play for him. And that is the only time where you see Bill Belichick go off. Um, I mean, just look at that. There's a there's a 2002 SP Authentic uh, rookie auto out of 1150. Let me see if I can find an actual contenders rookie ticket auto. Well, here's one for PSA eight numbered out of 550 for uh, 500 with 17 watchers. Look at how great see. of a card that is. Yeah, that's that's gorgeous. See if I narrow down my search here. Yeah, I mean it's rare. I, I don't. I, let me. I have to look under sold transactions. See if we can find one. That I'm sure we can find one. Okay. Two two forty one. Are you there kidding? There we go. Two forty one. Two ninety nine. Well, I mean, so so that's solid. 
I mean, that's good, but you're right. I mean, it's not obviously at any uh, even close to any type of quarterback level or anything. And that's the thing, right? Ed, I, I would say Ed Reed is the consensus best safety of the modern era. I think if you polled the 100 brightest defensive football minds and they say list the three best safeties of the past 20 years, 99 out of 100 are going to pick Ed Reed. And the one guy who doesn't is just a Ravens hater, right? Yeah. So it's insane. It's absolutely insane. I'm not, I, I'm not, I know I'm not sharing like breaking news or whatever, but you know, Tyron Matthews in that upper echelon discussion. Um, but even then, I don't know if Tyron would be, I mean, it was all decades team as a safety, but you know, post 2000, there's probably a lot of people that are still ahead of him, right? Like John Lynch is definitely ahead of him. Troy Polamalu, Ed Reed, both of them definitely ahead of him. Um, and then after that, you know, it, it gets into um, different players, right? I know this guy wasn't post-2000, but, you know, there's a lot of people that think Leroy Butler is, like, just very, very, very underrated. Now, once again, this isn't about me not liking Tyron, but this comes down to what I'm doing with potentially my Joe Burrow cards. And this isn't going to actually work because Joe is going to be too good. But the truth here is, and I lost out on that gold uh, top right hot rookies. You knew how bad I wanted that card. Yeah. PSA 10 too, man. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, 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 that's as good. That's almost as good as it gets. I should have just splurged and got it, but. Wasn't yeah. your max bid like 181 too or something? I was I was 189. I was oh, no, man, that's so that's bro, that's but, brutal. But that person's top bid, he might have put a top bid in and went to bed. He, his top bid might have been like three something. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, so, he would just wanted to get it regardless. Right, like his top bid could have been a thousand uh, because, uh, and I've always been haunted by the gold out of ten. Tyron Matthew. So for me, I, I'll probably move some of my stuff. Uh, now that we have the Saints hype, I don't believe it's a big deal that he's missing training camp with the, due to a personal matter or whatever. He's going to play. Um, but yeah. for me, I if, if I move it now, I could buy it back later for cheap, right? I agree. And I looked at uh, – I also looked at – Troy Palomalu, um, that black one obviously was the one I bought. Yeah, I was ready to pull that one up. But it, I was looking at Troy Palomalu recently, and it's interesting. I've seen a few. That top right corner gold refractor does go for quite a bit. Um. There it is. It could just be, and you see, look at that. It's obviously really good. So it could just be that Ed Reed just doesn't have a lot of cards. Uh, that obviously always plays in. You don't have many gold out of 10, like Ed Reed kind of cards. Uh, so that's part of it. Why his cards probably aren't a whole lot. But once again, it is still insane to me. Even someone that does score, like a uh, Adrian Peterson, Ladanian Tomlinson, you could still build 
one of the best Ladanian Tomlinson collections out there for relatively cheap for how good of a player he was. Uh, I follow a guy named Barry Bright, or that's his name on Instagram, and that guy has just an insane uh, Ladanian Tomlinson collection. And um, and yeah, it's it's insane. 88, 88 rookie cards. Okay, only only eighty eight different rookie cards for Ed Reed. It's insane. That's incredibly low. So, I yeah, I'd feel good about investing in even his base cards. I mean, it, yeah, that's super low. I I heard AP was at the uh, the national signing autographs. Who? Uh, Adrian Peterson was. Nice. That's all. Yeah. Adrian Peterson, Barry Sanders. I saw Joe Montana there as well. Yeah. Uh, Dan Marino was there. A- Adrian Peterson was the uh, the cheapest. Him and Barry Sanders were the cheapest guys to get autographs. It was they were like charging under two hundred, but uh, Montana, Mayweather, Dan Marino. Uh, they had some other uh, pretty impressive Hall of Famers there. They were all like two fifty. For autographs, definitely worth it though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's cool. It's a, if you if you're fans of those guys, you don't know if you're ever going to see them again, right? Now you could stalk them and try and find them like it's a restaurant <laughs> and see if we can get it for free, but it's not. That's not. It's it's not worth it. We we did that once. We did it for uh, Mariano Rivera, and my dad and I have photos with him, and he has an autographed inscription photo. Uh, uh, and, and that's one of my heroes. That was one of my two uh, big sports heroes growing up. But I'm not a b- baseball guy anymore. But, uh, but yeah, and I know a lot of people will say, well, you're paying that much just to meet that person. Well, yeah, if that person means a lot to you and, and you're telling me you can shake their hand in the flesh and get an auto in like a decent setting and spend like a minute with them. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. spend, spend your money. That, I mean, if, if I'm a, if I'm. 2k in on a trip you know make that trip worth it there were so many people at this or on this trip that said the highlight of them was meeting joe montana or meeting so and so because there are so many people complaining about like the actual national not being uh fun really yeah i mean look there's a lot of people complaining about I mean, I'm sure you saw this. We had a few people in our Discord go to it. You know, th- this this hobby is run on the internet and to not have consistent Wi Fi at that event is a non negotiable for a lot of people in their business. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh the truth is like the national, I love the national. I've been three times when I was younger. I love it. it. It really is the best. And people are always going to go. Um, and they have a rabid fan base. But you, you got to make sure you have Wi-Fi. You, you've yeah. got to. Um, that's, that, that's a must-have. Like, come on, guys. You know? But you, but you know more about, like, internet and stuff like that. What? Uh, how hard is it to a thousand percent make sure that a network can hold that much connection well they 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 could have had a bottleneck at a variety of locations right because you have these wireless access points that are going to be needed to be mounted throughout the auditorium or the conference room floor 
the uh, the showroom floor to make sure that everybody's in range of a, of an access point, and then those go back to a main router that's connected to the the modem, and that's got to be beefy for you know thousands of of people. You got you're gonna need a large business connection like a T two or T three connection where you're getting um, you know fiber uh, connection directly to the telecom provider. Uh, gonna need a lot of of upload download speed. So there's a couple of potential bottlenecks. Uh, obviously they didn't have it covered from one well, of those, we, one of those aspects. Are we definitely going next year? Yeah, man, we're going, I don't know where it's going to be. I would, I would imagine like, um, I don't know where you think, but I'm, I'm guessing that, you know, places like they haven't had it in Florida yet. Some place like Orlando, Orlando's massive for massive uh, conventions and um and things like and trade shows so is tampa um so i think those are possible destinations they also i don't think they've had it in vegas yet either have they uh it's going to be in chicago it's going to be in chicago well, it was just in chicago last year yeah it's just going back to chicago just going back to chicago well they have good wi-fi let's i'm excited to go to chicago i like well, chicago. It, it's good wi-fi it's centrally located it's a top 10 market I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Like I do, I do, I do, however, think uh, Vegas would be perfect for this. Nashville would be um, very good for something like that. Centrally located cities with good airports, um, lots of stuff to do. But at the same time, as much as people crapped on Atlantic city, part of the reason why I didn't go is that I, I really don't, and it's I'm not saying this to crap on Atlantic City. I, I, I just have no desire to go to that city. Like I've never uh, I've I've never just wanted to go. So if I'm spending money to go on a trip, even though everything I'm gonna be doing is cards 24 7, 365 while I'm there, I I do kind of want to go to a city that I like. Like if my fiance comes with me, she's not gonna want to go to Atlantic City, but you would love to go to Chicago. She would love to go to Vegas. She'd get love, love to go to all these other locations, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. I've watched a good number of vlogs. If you're there, you're going to have a good time. Um, but everyone was talking about the sticker prices and, and all of that and how high the sticker prices actually were. Um, yeah, the national, there's going to be the most cards there, the most connections there. Everybody goes there and, and, you know, you meet your network. But what I think the national is going to be is that because there's so many card shows around the country, those card shows are more about the cards, right? Deals, business. Whereas I feel like the national, while all of that is still going to happen, I think if you polled most of the people that go to the national every year, they say the more important thing for them is seeing other people in the hobby. Right. Uh, I haven't met you. You and I have never been in the, I, I don't think you and I, since we've known each other, have ever really even been in the same area code, really, or in the same time zone. And the funny thing about that is uh, Rob and Emil, they do a podcast. They had never, I was listening to one of them. They, they had never met each other before until the national this past year. So the social aspect of the national, because everybody is there, the people, um, is more important than to a lot of people 
than the actual cards themselves because I'm sure it's expensive to set up a booth. It's obviously expensive to go there. The most people are going to be there, so it's tough to get a hotel. Whereas if you go to just a regular card show, like the Dallas card show, um, just any card show really, Chantilly or whatever, the, it, it becomes more about business and deals and the cards. It's probably not as expensive to go there. So, uh, so yeah, it, it's, it's very interesting. But yeah, you know what's interesting? I was thinking about this with the um, – so this kind of ties into like the Ed Reed thing, right? With the 2021 rookie class, okay? Mm-hmm. This class could be the ultimate QBs versus everybody class, okay? Probably, yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is what makes 2021 very interesting, okay? In in the 2020 rookie class, the three best players in that class up to this point is Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Justin Jefferson, right? I'd have to go back and look at everyone else, but those are those have been the three best players in that. Can't game. forget about Jonathan Taylor, man. Again, got to top, maybe go top four. Jonathan Taylor as well. Okay, I mean, I and then if you go top four, you got to throw in T. Higgins. I mean, right? <laughs> true, true, T. Higgins. So you would say those are you know the five. Okay, T. Higgins. We we'll go top five. We we'll go top five. Top five. Okay. Now it's very interesting about twenty twenty one. Okay. And I watched this video. Um, well, I didn't get to watch it. Someone sent me this video, and I've heard this from a few other people, why it's a good idea to buy 2021 wax. And I initially wasn't going to, but there's something about that that's not baked into the price of the 2021 wax pots, Okay. So for me, you know, there's six quarterbacks, and obviously, you know, one of the hottest names at the national was Trey Lance, right? Everything is Trey Lance is Trey Lance ad. You've seen it. Trey Lance is one of the most popular, what's his name? Messiah in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's I, a huge Trey Lance truther. Huge, right? What's very interesting is he's not really played. But what do we know about the 2021 rookie class? Well, is that we don't know if any of the quarterbacks are any good, right? I think when 2020 was out, it was pretty evident that Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert could play. Like they were playing really, really, really well as rookies. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't just – you could just see it, right? You can look at them. You could see it. You could tell that those guys were studs. Now, let me ask you this, Andy. During the 2021 season, did you feel that any of the six quarterbacks were in in that tier? Whereas you watched them immediately, you thought that they were for sure, surefire, great players. No, I mean, I saw flashes or like, okay, yeah, this guy looks like he could be decent. This guy's got the upside, but nothing as consistent or as like prominent as clear cut evidence as Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert's rookie season, you know? Right. So 
obviously some of those quarterbacks are going to be good, but there is a case that none of them be really all that good. There's, there's a possibility. But what is very interesting is when you look at that rookie class, you might have just seen in the same rookie class the best wide receiver prospect of all time. Okay. Now I'm a huge Jamar Chase fan. So I'm seriously super biased towards this. Okay. So you have the greatest wide receiver of all time. You also have the greatest tight end of all time in Kyle Pitts, right? People are saying that. And one of the best rookie seasons, we all know rookie tight ends are never that good. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard Rook- for rookie wide receivers are, are typically not ever that good. I think Jamar Chase, uh, his rookie season was historic. First team all pro over Justin yeah. Jefferson. Uh, I don't know if I fully agreed with that decision, but uh, but obviously, you know, Chase Jefferson, they're both two of my favorites. So what's interesting as well, so greatest wide receiver of all time, greatest tight end of all time, and are we witnessing, Andy, the best defensive player we've seen maybe since oh. Aaron Donald in Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons. Oh, man, that guy is electric. Electric. Micah Parsons, in his rookie season, when he was never really just exclusively a pass rusher, and he's not for Dallas either, but Micah Parsons is the best young defensive player I think I've ever seen. I think that was the best rookie defensive season I've ever seen. Now, his prices are are, are high already for a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they are. They've actually like his rookie ticket autos because I try and get it. Even just like the base rookie ticket auto is like a sixty to seventy dollar card, just base. I mean, that's you know you do like equivalent that almost to the price of a Jalen Waddle uh, type of price range. There, Jalen Waddle is a little bit more expensive at about a hundred dollars for his base rookie ticket auto, but he's basically right under that. Uh, J- Devonte Smith is about in that same range. So his rookie ticket autos are about the same as Devontae Smith's, maybe a little bit higher. So here's what's interesting about that, is if you buy a box of that, and let's just say, for some reason, it's impossible to guess this. This might not ever happen. This is something that we begged on this channel for a long time. What if wide receiver and other position card markets actually do get hot? And maybe, just maybe, everybody says, I should stop buying Ian Book cards and actually buy cards of great players. Okay? It's amazing how much I've seen Ian Book on vlogs. When <laughs> he was that, – that was as bad of a, of a performance. Yeah, and people forgot about that Monday night meltdown. That, that was just <laughs> – Now, I will say his pass protection just disintegrated. But – Still, he, he he's not good. But see, people still buy in book cards for a lot of money. Kellen Mond mm-hmm. cards are still going for a lot. Kyle Trask cards are still going for a lot. Jordan Love cards, maybe not quite as hot as they once were, but still. Maybe just maybe there is, not necessarily a shift, but maybe there are more people that are interested in saying, look, why is everything so quarterback focused? And it goes back to what, what I said earlier, right? It's all about people that score. 
Okay. But in, oh, yeah. in, in football, it's only about the quarterbacks who score. It's not about the wide receivers. It's not about the running backs. It's not about the tight ends, even though there have been plenty of legendary players in that aspect. It's just nuts to me. And what if defensive players actually do become a thing? Well, guess oh. what? If defensive players become a thing, wide receivers become a thing, tight ends become a thing, people are going to want to buy 2021 wax, especially if some of those quarterbacks are, are decent, right? It gives you a higher floor. And for me, that's not quite baked in yet. You know, you when 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 someone says, hey, I'm going to buy a 2021 hobby box of Prism. Well, what's the first person that you talk to in the card market? Or, well, what's the first thing they're going to say? Well, you have six shots, right, for the six quarterbacks. They don't say – some people do, but they don't say, hey, you know, you, you could get the best defensive prospect ever. I mean, Micah Parsons' rookie season was that good. It was that freaking good. So we'll see. I, well, and I think that there is. I think well, there is a lot of people out there. I, I say a lot. I guess we, we make some of these generalized statements. Like there's not a – in comparison to the amount of QB-only collectors and investors, it's 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 only a few, right? Like I, I think I – I just like, you know, hypothetically speaking, if there were 100,000 people that collected football cards – probably 60% of them or maybe 70% of them are QB focused, totally QB dedicated. And that's really it because they're dabbling in, in basketball and baseball and soccer and uh, maybe a, a non, you know, non-sports cards as well. Yeah. But they're like their football, when they go to football, it's QBs only. However, there's like still 30%, probably, you know, there's definitely thousands of people out there that are, into these skill position players like we are defensive players the whole nine yards it's really any good player but it's not you're right it's still a large percentage of football fans out there that really just gravitate towards the quarterbacks and um you know i you combine that with the amount of variety that these guys have it's not like micah parsons and um and jamar chase and our other favorite skill position guys have just a few cards to pick from like they did in the 80s. Uh, they've still got, you know, thousands now today. Like these guys that were drafted in the first round, first three rounds are getting a couple thousand at least different rookie cards from across 54 different sets manufactured. So there's a lot of variation out there as well, which, you know, creates a lot of nuance but it creates there's little value pockets here and there like we saw that press proof premium from michael parsons psa 10 still going for 150 you know kind of thing it's nuts it's nuts but i i i think about that because i feel like those three guys in particular pitts chase and parsons are way better football players and it's it's early to say this but they are way better at what they do than any of the six quarterbacks at what they do. Now we might be proven wrong. I mean, we only have a one year sample. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you with that statement. 70% is just QB only. And um, it's just the truth, right? I see QB only threads. Don't post a different player unless it's a, a quarterback and you're not a basic person. I'm not a basic person. 
football's more nuanced and that and some of that is that quarterbacks have a longer life expectancy in the nfl some of that also is point spreads don't shift except with the quarterbacks they have such a huge impact on the game but that's part of the reason why i'm thinking about you know moving some of my tyrants because if if ed reed's prices are that and once again ed reed only has 88 rookie cards then it wouldn't make sense. Like, I'm always going to collect Tyron Matthew. I could come back and get some of those cards down the road later. So I'm just going to trim it down a little bit, make some money on, you know, this preseason hype going into his first game as a Saint. There's going to be so much around in that. Tyron's connection to New Orleans is very well known. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to capitalize on this hype. Uh, kind of like I did last year with selling some, uh, selling my big burrows going into the Super Bowl, and um, and yeah, should be very interesting. Ooh, people are hot on twenty twenty one optic this year. Look at that. that. That'll cool down. That'll that'll go down to. Yeah, very yeah. few, very few listings, very limited uh, listings, but I think that even twenty twenty one based on us, I mean that's. That's crazy, bro. The the base Donruss holiday blaster box is forty nine ninety nine. Wow, wow. What's the what's the uh, what's the prism at? Because I think prism got um, some some hate after this season because of of the off centering and the lack of hits. Look at that, man. The prism is is the same price as the base Donruss. So that lets you know it's going to go down. 50, 50 is a steal right there if you just keep it in the 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 wax. Um, I didn't think so at first, but yeah, I think it's I think it's yeah, I think you're right because let's look at what twenty twenty has gone up to now, and it's probably like a hundred, yeah, hundred and twelve, a hundred and fifteen. Yesterday, it's unreal. <laughs> I'm telling you that that's going to be an iconic set of cards, right? You um, obviously Burrow, obviously Herbert, obviously Jefferson, Jalen Hurts. If the Eagles do something, and something that you brought up plenty of times, Brady in a Bucks uniform. Oh yeah, Brady. Yeah, don't forget to it now. You know we don't want to. We don't want to get a bunch of haters yeah, in the bring, comments. Bring, bring, I'm already used to it by now. Bring <laughs> him on. He can't play. Bring him on. He can't play. So he's been he's been hooking up. the The training camp footage is is uh, looking spicy, man. The training camp footage is getting people excited about the Dolphins. Mm, just give me a glass of molten rock out of a volcano. And I'll drink that before you believe or talk me into Tua being an elite quarterback. Uh, I saw a guy, uh, he's a hobby account. I like to follow his name's TJ Collector. And he did like a list of the, like his top 32 quarterbacks. Make your own list, do whatever you want. But he had Tua ranked number five, the fifth best quarterback going into this year. And he had Burrow number nine, and I was what? like, "I was like, oh wow, 
<laughs> I, I, I see there, man. Still bitter about the 2019 game. I don't know if that guy's a Bama fan or not, but man, that's the, the Tua hype. Even the Tua non-believers out there has gone too far.